welcome to this presentation from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are located in the greater Los Angeles area at 9820 Lakewood Boulevard in Downey, California. We would love to have you worship with us any Saturday you are in our area. Good morning, friends. Let's go ahead and begin with a word of prayer. Father in heaven, Lord, as we now begin a new series on prayer, Lord, over the next six, uh, seven weeks, we pray that, Lord, this will be a time where we can personally, Lord, learn how to pray and as well, Lord, lift up our praise uh, as well, Lord, our, our supplications and our thanksgiving and as well the many different types of prayers that we're going to be learning about. That above all, Lord, especially during this time, may be a time where we can grow as well as a community. In Jesus' name, amen. The Book of Common Prayer describes adoration as the lifting up of the heart and the mind to God, asking nothing but to enjoy God's presence. You know, one of the things that strikes me is that many prayers, especially in the Psalms or even uh, the beginning of the uh, the Lord's Prayer, describes God's magnificence and how God, great God is, and and as well. Adoration reminds us of our finiteness, that we are simply human and that truly it is our God who we should give praise to, who sustains and helps us to overcome. When we look through scripture, there are many prayers of adoration throughout all of uh, the Psalms there. Uh, David, uh, the psalmist, is simply lifting God up, Recognizing who God is, who's helping to overcome uh, many obstacles in life. But I'm also reminded as well of the prayer of adoration that Moses and, and everyone celebrated after they crossed the Red Sea. Or when Mary met Elizabeth, she carrying the Son of God and Elizabeth carrying his cousin, John. I'm also reminded of uh, the prayer of adoration that Hannah expressed in 1 Samuel 2. And we'll talk a little bit about that uh, later today. Now, today's message, our first topic that we're going to talk about in our small groups is that of adoration. And and to uh, we're going to focus on Psalm 34, but before we can even get there, there's a backstory to this very own prayer. We find that uh, David, uh, we had previously uh, talked about David and Jonathan's relationship. They were tight, close friends. And yet Jonathan, his, his father, King Saul, was trying to get after David, trying to remove him to help control his authority on the throne because David was a threat. And it's here that, that David runs away. And here, it says that in 1 Samuel 21, verse 10, that day, David fled from Saul and went to Achish, king of Gath. And if you do a little bit of, little bit of fact checking as well, this is the same area, same country where Goliath, the man that David defeated years ago, was from. But the servants of Achish said to him, isn't this David, the king of the land? Isn't he the one they sing about 
in their dances. Saul has slain thousands and David his tens of thousands. David was a much more superior warrior than King Saul ever was. And it was one of the things that made King Saul very insecure about his reign on the throne. David was usurping him in, in prestige and reputation. And yet David... He was a man who he believed King Saul was his king, and yet he was having to run from him. So David, he takes these words to heart and is very much afraid of Achish, king of Gath. And as well, if you read that passage a little bit earlier as well, David was without food and he was without a weapon. And, and when he went to the temple, he actually took Goliath's very own huge sword that he had wielded before and that David had took from. And so he's walking through this town and so he, he's afraid of King Achish and all of a sudden in verse 13 he says, uh, it says he, so he pretended to be insane in their presence and while he was in their hands he acted like a madman. Making their, making marks on the doors of the gate and letting saliva run down his beard. He was so fearful of his own life that he acted crazy, insane. Have you ever been at a point where you were so desperate and were so fearful that you just decided to, to uh, lash out and act crazy? And Akish says to his servants, look at this man. He's insane. Why bring him to me? Am I so short of madmen that you have to bring this fellow here to carry on like this in front of me? Must this man come into my own house? And so Akish, he's like, dude, I don't want this guy here. And it's, it's this story, this backdrop that David writes one of the most beautiful Psalms that he will ever write. And so, one of the things that we have to be reminded as well, prayer, adoration. Before we can present our requests to God, is it not important that we give God adoration? It's important that we give God praise and thanks to remind us of God's care for us in the past, the present, and as well, the future. One of the things that I like to do is I like to reflect on the times that God has helped me in the past or some of the challenges that even I'm currently facing and as I'm navigating them. So one of the things that maybe perhaps you can think about is what are some uh, past experiences in your life where it just seemed impossible and yet God helped you? Maybe... uh you were trying to figure out how you were going to be able to pay the rent. Or maybe it was the perfect job where you were just trying to get any kind of job. Or perhaps there was a strained relationship in your life that you simply just wanted to be at peace. And yet in your heart, you didn't know how to handle it. But yet God was able to make a way for it to become resolved. And so... We find ourselves in Psalm 34. David had escaped and, and he was fine because eventually, you know, uh, there's many more chapters in Samuel. He didn't get turned over. He didn't get turned over to Saul or to be killed or to be executed. And so it's here that, 
that David writes. He says in verse 1 of chapter 34, I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. And, and as well, we recently talked about the, um, the topic of joy and rejoicing. And it's here that David is rejoicing. I will glory in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name forever. And as you, as you read this passage, you, you, you can sense that David is truly speaking from the heart. But if you actually, if you actually read this passage, it's also meant for a community of believers and worshiping and praising God together, together is a key to key poet component of a healthy faith community. And it's here that he continues in verse four. He says, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all of my fears. Those who look at him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. And so at some point, I don't know how much longer after this experience with Akish that he wrote this, but in his fearfulness, he sought the Lord. And he answered, and he delivers him from Achish, and he delivers him from Saul, who was certainly after trying to get, uh, trying to find him. And in fact, in verse six as well, it might have been when this was written that he he actually points out in verse six, this poor man called, and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all of his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him. And he delivers them. Taste and see what the Lord is good. Is that, that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. When challenges arise, when our fears start to grow, where do we turn to? Is it the Lord? Maybe to a friend. Maybe scripture. And yet sometimes as well, we could turn to something that may not be helpful. A bottle. Online. There's plenty of things to find online that are not necessarily healthy. And yet David, in his, his own words, he, he turns, he turns to the Lord. And it's in the Lord that he places his trust, all of his fears, literally his life. And and in verse 9, it says, fear the Lord, you his people. It's not just him, but he's also speaking to this community, the people. For those who fear him lack nothing. The lions may grow and weak and hungry. But those who seek the Lord lack no Good thing. Come, my children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from telling lives. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their cry. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil to blot out their name from the earth. And the righteous cry out, the Lord hears them. He delivers them 
from all of their troubles. Our God is a God that does not abandon and is with us in the troubling times and in the challenging times. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. I know that at this time there are many things that we are having to face, and it just seems like panic is trying to be sown into everyone's hearts. And yet I also know that some of our friends and our family here at this church as well are grieving. And there's many challenges as we've been receiving prayer requests, there, there are prayer requests of those who were wanting prayer for healing of deep pain. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and save those who are crushed in spirit. Are you tired? Are you wanting to give up? The righteous person may have many troubles though, okay? But the Lord delivers him from them. All. He protects all of his bones. Not one of them will be broken. Evil will slay the wicked. The foes of the righteous will be condemned. The Lord will rescue his servants. No one who takes refuge in him will be condemned. I don't know what your story is perhaps right now or what you're facing, but yet we serve a God who loves you and died for you. And even in the midst of the challenges that you're facing, whatever you're facing, God is there and wants to help you. So I pray Give your life and your trust to him. And as you do so, in the moments where God is helping you to overcome whatever you are facing, may you give him glory. May you give him praise. Another story in First Samuel is out of the very first chapter where Hannah, a woman who deeply desired to have a child, especially a little boy, but for years she would not conceive. She was married to Elkanah, who also shared, uh, uh, he had another wife, Penina. Penina had several children, and Penina would regularly tease and just would be nasty and bully Hannah. And one point, one year, she finally, they were eating dinner, and, and she just, her heart was broken, and she went to go and pray and Eli found her, and as she was praying and pouring her out, her heart out quietly, she was just, she was mouthing the words, but keeping it internally, just giving and pouring her whole heart out to God. Eli thinks that she's drunk. And she's not drunk. She's, she's telling him, hey, I, I am feeling this deep anguish. And she shares that she desires a son. Eli tells her to go home, and eventually, God answers her prayer. And as well, when she finally raises him after a certain time and he's, he's able, she dedicates her own child, her own son to God's work. Can you imagine that? You finally get your wish, but she keeps the end of her bargain and she gives her child to the Lord. And she responds, uh, just with a couple of things, I just, I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but this is what she writes, or she, she says, uh, in verse, uh, chapter, chapter two, it says, My heart rejoices in the Lord, in the Lord my horn is lifted high, my, ba- my mouth boasts over my enemies, for I delight in your deliverance. There is no one holy like the Lord, there is no one besides you, there is no rock like our God. This is just another example of how someone who God had helped to overcome to green victory simply expresses the joy 
that is in their heart. What are some things in your life that you can thank God and especially rejoice and give God praise? And I want to encourage you, find a time, especially every day, to have a moment of, before you ask God for something, before you give thanksgiving, acknowledge who God is to recognize God who God is, a wonderful, loving, awesome God, whether as a creator, as a redeemer, as our advocate, um, you know, there are so many descriptions, even especially in the Bible and particularly the Psalms that describes who God is. And not just a small God, but a mighty and great God. I pray that as, as you give praise to God and understand and depend on the Lord, may the Lord work in your life a great work, whatever you're facing. May you trust in the Lord and give God praise that he will help you to overcome. Finally, to close, Joyce Meyer writes, when you focus on how wonderful God is and all the great things he's done and is doing and even will do in your life, your natural response will be praise, adoration, and awe. Don't let yourself ever get used to it. Stay amazed. And I think that's important because we should never forget the goodness, but also the majesty. So may you stay amazed in the wonderful workings of what God is doing in your life. May it not be just something like, oh, it's another day or, oh yeah, God, just help me. No. Be amazed all the time of what God is doing in your life. May the Lord bless, lead, and guide you. And as you discuss this, uh, this topic of adoration, I pray that you, uh, you will be filled with joy and as well, that may you draw closer to the Lord. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for the opportunity to once again be able to gather together, to study, to to as well, uh, Lord, draw closer in relationship to you as we learn how to pray. Lord, be with all of our, our friends and family, for those who, Lord, are struggling, and for those as well who are doing well. Regardless, Lord, we know that you love all. And as we face uh, the challenges of life, that God, you will help us to be faithful. And as well, Lord, may we never forget what you have done in our lives. And Lord, we give you praise and adoration, Lord, our rock, our creator, our redeemer, who sustains us in all things. So be with us now, and may we be faithful representatives to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Grace and peace, everyone. Have a great week. Take care. We hope you have been blessed by this message from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can find more messages at www.downeychurch.org. God bless.